Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Influence Podcast. So in terms of allocating time to specific tasks, either through a on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, or really just however we look at our time generally, um, all time is not created equal. And in the sense, in that sense, I mean that firstly, how productive we are at specific times of the day is very different. How productive you might be on a Monday morning versus how productive you might be on a Friday afternoon. Uh, is is one factor how productive you are before lunch versus how productive you are after lunch how productive you are in the morning versus how productive you are in the evening and such that immediately is 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 one factor okay and so we ourselves are the determining factor in that based on the time of the day how long we've been awake how long we've been asleep what we've eaten what's going on in the day different distractions all of these types of things have a impact on how productive we can be in that time and therefore time not necessarily being created equally The other thing with that is that activities, tasks, things that need to be completed are also not created equally. And so um, Stephen Covey goes into this in great detail in his book, um, which I'm looking at over there, which is the four habits of highly effective people and talks about basically four different types of time okay um i won't go into each of those in in uh, in too much detail now but four different types of time and how they are all um developed and how how they play a part in people's lives but the key thing uh, having spoken about this recently with with one of the clients is um that tasks are not created equally so simply by creating a task list of these are all the specific things that i need to get done this week these are all the specific things that I need to get done today means that we could be in danger, certainly for our business of throwing in, well, I need to write these emails. I need to create this course. I need to send out, uh, put out these posts. I need to do my laundry. I need to go shopping. I need to take the kids to school. So suddenly there's like this big long list of things, which, you know, ultimately all those tasks are not created equal because some of those things are going to uh, pay you 10 times, 20 times, 50 times, maybe the amount of time that goes in others of those things are maybe going to be more of a, of a, of a drain on your time, or at least they're not going to have an impact on the, the bank balance at the end of the month. And so how do we start to carve out those priority actions? So the first thing that we talked about, and this is absolutely vital. I'm not going to go into this in too much detail now because I'm, I'm going to 
come like go through this process with the assumption that there is a kind of base level understanding of you know general goal setting maybe having a uh, a weekly review or a fortnightly review or some kind of monthly review where you're clear on your bigger goals and, and targets and what what you're working towards but that is definitely the first step step is having clarity on what are on, on, on your if you like highest priority actions um, for that specific week maybe even that specific day if you want to go really kind of granular uh, chances are you may have them your priorities and goals for the specific month as well. I think everybody here will have those in place in some form or another. Now, naturally, when you identify what the most important things are, what we would call and what Stephen Covey would call the rocks, then we want to put those into our calendar first. They go in first. If you haven't seen this, by the way, if you're not familiar with this idea of the rocks, the pebbles, the sand and the water, I would just Google Stephen Covey rocks. It will, there's, there's like a, a real, very, very clear explainer video. You can watch the short version. There's one that's like 40 minutes. You don't need that. Watch the, the two minute one. Um, so the rocks are the things that go in first. They're our highest priority actions. After the rocks, we put in the pebbles. Then we put in the sand. And then Manchester in the background. And then we put in the water, okay? Now, if we try and do it the other way around, if we do our water first, then our sand, then our pebbles, and then try and put the big rocks in, it's impossible. We can't fit all those things in one container. But if we put our highest priority actions in first, our rocks, then we put our pebbles, then we put our sand, then we put our water, we can get significantly more in the same container. And in this example, the container is your week or your day, okay? And so that, probably all quite um, self-explanatory, maybe quite obvious up to this point. Now, the, the key difference here, and this is something that I personally have started implementing probably for about the past month or so. And I've, I've just from the way that my brain works, I find this really advantageous. Now, it, I, I, for some of you, this will be like brilliant. I, I totally get it. It makes sense. Some of you, it might take a little bit of getting used to. Some of you might be like, Jay, I, I, I don't know if that's going to help at all. But humor me at least just for a moment because I, having done this, it's totally changed the results that, like, and the productivity as well. So to combine what we've shared with about Stephen Covey, the second element is the Pomodoro technique. Okay. Now the Pomodoro technique Pomodoro means tomato, I think, in Italian. Um, so I don't know how it fits in uh, in this sense. But the Pomodoro technique is based around working uh, or, or having focused attention and time on a task for a specific duration, for a specific amount of time. And the idea is that a Pomodoro is basically 25 minutes of focused work, 25 minutes of focused work, followed by five minutes break. And I put break in like in inverted commas, five minutes of break. So in other words, one Pomodoro is 30 minutes. It's 25 minutes of sitting down, fully focused. Now fully focused means that you are only acting on the task at hand. In other words, if your goal is to create your content for the week ahead, then the only thing you do in those 25 minutes is focus on things that contribute to you getting your content done for the week ahead. It, it's, 
uh, as an example, right? If your 25 minutes is fully focused on sending direct messages to your ideal clients and prospects, then that's all you do. That is all you do, okay? It does not mean that in that period, we're picking up our phone and looking at WhatsApp or taking a phone call or replying to emails or talking to the children about, you know, our kids about what we're gonna have for dinner this evening or anything like that. Now, don't get me wrong, all those things would normally happen in real life, but as soon as they come into this 25 minutes of Pomodoro, then that session is lost, okay? Now, I personally go a little bit extreme, which is that if any other distractions come up in those 25 minutes, then I void that session. It doesn't count as a session, okay? Now, you might, you might think, Jay, that sounds really extreme, but it will totally transform the focus that you have here, okay? So the idea of, of the Pomodoro is that you have a 25-minute focus period, and then at the end of those 25 minutes, when the, the buzzer goes off or your timer goes off, you set an alarm on your phone or your watch, whatever it might be, you actively take a five-minute break, as in standing up, moving away from your desk, grabbing a drink, making a cup of tea, chatting to, I don't know, your neighbor or your partner or whoever it might be for five minutes, and then you come back into that same place, okay? It's not 26 minutes or 28 minutes or 30 minutes or I'm just going to finish this sentence or anything like that. It is when the 25 minutes is done, it is done. You almost want to leave early, okay, in the sense that when you leave early, you want to come back and finish it. You know, if, if you're mid-sentence, mid-flow, and you just say, oh, I just really want to get back in there and do that, then you will get back in there and do that. And that momentum will continue for another 25 minutes. I find that if you try and do two back to back and you do 50 minutes, then you don't want to do the next session. And you're like, well, then we're distracted and we're unfocused. So again, I know I'm really, really kind of hammering this, but if you can deliver 25 minutes fully focused on one specific activity, one specific task, no other distractions, then you take a break at the end, it will radically transform how like the type of results that you're seeing. It really, really will. Now, the way that I've approached it is this. And the way that I've started kind of planning the week and, and it's had a massive impact on results is by doing, by doing it this way. I've now started personally, and I've recommended this with, with Martin, um, one of our clients, that we set goals around the number of Pomodoros you want to complete in a week. Now, everything else will get done okay the, the the pebbles the sand the water all those other things are going to get done the shopping is going to get done okay that our children are going to get fed uh, the emails are going to get responded to the bills are going to get paid all these other things but we set goals specifically around the number of pomodoros that you want to complete and the essential thing here is that the pomodoros are working specifically on your highest priority actions your highest priority actions so whatever you've set when you've set your goals for the week okay which i've called here as the rocks when you set your goals for the week for example um my goal this week is i want to create all of my content for instagram for the whole month ahead or my goal this week is i am absolutely committed to getting three phone calls booked in with potential leads and clients and customers my goal this week um is to launch my book, okay? And I would I would like for it to become an Amazon bestseller. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. But my goal for this week is to launch my book. And so by setting these goals, what we then do is we allocate how many Pomodoros would I like 
would I like to get done specifically on those actions? Okay, it's not a Pomodoro of I'm going to spend 25 minutes replying to email. There we go. That's one Pomodoro done. It's only working on those highest priority actions and highest priority tasks. And so the way that I would then recommend is when you look at your week from a realistic point of view, and this is key, a realistic point of view. So if I look at my week and I'm thinking, okay, I've got quite a quiet week this week. This week is, is relatively quiet. We don't have any events. Uh, I'm not traveling anywhere. I don't necessarily need to, um, I, I don't have many calls booked in and such. Then I might look at my calendar and there might be three or four hours of kind of blank space per day, like the dream week. And so if I've got three or four hours of blank space per day times five days, that's like 20 hours. Yeah. So, and again, this is just, this is just an example for other, there are other weeks as well, right? But in the dream week, if I, if I can see that amount of availability, then I might say, okay, right, this is the dream week. And so let me put this on a new slide. So if, I, if we're talking about the dream week where it's relatively quiet, I might say, okay, great. I reckon I've got 20, 15 to 20 hours free. So a good week would be if I got 20 Pomodoros done. For some of you, that's a lot. For some of you, that's not a lot. In that kind of week, if I got 20 done, that's 20, remember, times 30 minutes, which is 10 hours. Now, that isn't long. That's only two hours a day. If it was a great week, keeping in mind how much availability I've got, I might say, well, I'm going to get 30 done. If it's a poor week, then I might only get I don't know, 15 done. Yeah. Now, sit, being able to identify that immediately says to me, right, as I'm working through the week, if I can break that down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, if I, if I know if I get... Um, two done each day or three done each day or four done each day, I am on track to have a good week or a great week, which is ultimately the goal. Things will come up. Obstacles are going to come up. Challenge is going to come up. Emergency is going to come up, all that kind of stuff. But if at the end of the week, you can then look back and say, this is, okay, great week. I got 18 done. Or if you get to Friday and you think, okay, I've done 16. If I can get four more done today, I'm going to hit my target. Then immediately you find the time, you start to find time for the things that are highest priority and hitting those little goals will become your priority. So you're actually spending four sessions, four Pomodoros, two hours of high quality targeted focused work on the highest priority actions in your business. And it becomes ultimately gamified, right? And there's a whole theory about you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, but when, when we gamify something and turn it into a little game a little, with ourselves, suddenly it becomes that little bit more enjoyable. Now, I mentioned about the dream week, but sometimes you're also going to have uh, like a busy week. Okay. And so you might have a week where, and, and some of you are working full time. Okay? I, 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 I understand that. Some of you are literally in the business full time. Some of you uh, have children and grandchildren who are on holiday. Okay. At, at this time of year, people are on holiday. So you literally might have your time taken. So it might be that, okay, well, in this, in this instance, then for me, a good week is going to be 12. Okay, I'm going to aim for 12 this week. Uh, a great week, if I could have a really, really good week, if I could get maybe three hours done per day, it's going to be a push. If say I could get you know, two, three hours done a day, um, not even that, sorry, but less than two hours a day, then I might get 18. But if, if, it's, if it's not such a good week, then I might only get, let's say, six, okay, which is literally just over half an hour a day, one Pomodoro a day, okay? 
I wouldn't go any lower than that. And the key thing is that what we're really striving for through all this is consistency. If you can get to the stage of doing 30 minutes per day on your business, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that 30 minutes is sufficient every day, but even if at a minimum we commit to 30 minutes, then it becomes a lot easier. And I think when we gamify these things to say, right, well, you know, this week I'm aiming for, for 12, I've already got seven, I've got two days left. If I do two and a half each day, that's that's like 90 minutes um, or so, an hour, 90 minutes per day over the next two days. Immediately, that's going to help me achieve that. So by doing that, at the end of the week, and this is the key thing, you can then look back and reflect back and say, wow, this week I, I know for a fact that I have not just look, I'm not just looking at my calendar saying, okay, I did this on Monday, I did this on Tuesday, I did this on Wednesday, but I can look back and I can actually calculate this week I have spent 20 Pomodoros, 10 high quality hours has been spent on my business or 15 high or five or three, whatever it might be, high quality focus time that's been spent on my business. And then the next step I would take you from there, this is very, very important as well, is the reward, is the reward. So if you have a great week, what's the reward? If you have a good week, what's the reward? If you have a okay week, what's the reward? If you have a poor week, what's the reward or punishment, right? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily go to the stage where you're punishing yourself because um, I think it could could be kind of um, counterintuitive and counterproductive, but just little things like that. And and just be clear, these don't. This doesn't have to be. Um, you know, if you hit it, it doesn't have to cost you the earth, right? You don't have to say, well, if I hit thirty pomodoros, I'm going to take my me and the family to Disneyland, and then you're trying to do go to Disneyland every week, right? It, it's, I mean, you know, it, it, it's not feasible. But it might simply be, do you know what? If um, if I have a great week this week, then I'm going to with my favorite takeaway or my favorite meal or um, I'm going to catch up with my friends on Saturday evening or my parents or my family or my children on Saturday evening versus uh, I'm actually going to have to stay and, and work, okay? So just by separating those different elements, I think we'll have a, uh, a massive, like massive, um, if you like, impact on how time is being spent. I think that's uh, that's the key thing. So for me personally, I found it really, really valuable. It's something that I'm recommending a lot at the moment. And so it, it again makes the kind of the goals for the week really, really clear and really, really simple. We've talked about this in your business that for many of you, not everybody, but for many of you, the goal is how do I get the next phone call booked? It's all about the phone calls. It's all about the conversation. It's all about the Zoom conversations that are going on. Not for all of you, but for some of you. Now in this instance it makes the target for your week how can i get to how can i be organized and structured and focused so i can get to x number of pomodoros per week x number of high quality sessions that i spend focused on growing my business so i hope that was useful uh if you've got any questions obviously please do share please let me know but it's it's been very very impactful for me and it's had an impact um even just in the past few uh, weeks when other people have been implementing this as well and i do trust it may be something that you could also implement in what you're doing as well so yeah let me know hi friends jake here again thank you so much for listening to today's episode you can find links to anything that we've discussed books trainings other podcasts uh, anything 
currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes. Or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.